Welcome to Embrace Your Brain with Dr. D. Joy Coulter. These short weekly brain bits give you fresh glimpses into how your mind works and how to develop its natural brilliance. Welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to look at how to walk back anger. It turns out that the difference between feeling hot-headed and cool-headed is actually only two-tenths of a degree in blood temperature. Before we're done, I'm going to give you two tricks that you can use that can switch you from hot-headed to cool-headed very quickly. Let's see what's going on first. When we breathe, we have two ways to get air into our lungs. We can do the straight shot of breathing through the mouth, and that will take it right into the windpipe and down into the lungs. No filtering, just straight air. The other route is through the nose, and then it can get filtered. At the back of the nose, it's not like there's a tube that goes right to the windpipe, though. When you breathe through the nose, the air moves into this big open chamber that's in a very strange location right near the front of your favorite parts of the brain. So it's, it's a direct shot from the outside world into your brain. We can keep that in mind for a minute. In, the, in that nasal cavity, the air is getting filtered and moistened and warmed a little bit before it moves on down to the lungs. It makes it easier on the lungs. However, the nasal cavity, even when it's doing all of that, remains cooler than it would be if you weren't using it. Bear that in mind. Okay. Now if we look at the nasal cavity, it's right up against the frontal lobes, which sometimes we've talked about, it's kind of our executive headquarters where we're making decisions and we're thinking about the future and we're having our capacity to care about other people. It's a definitely a cool place and we don't want it contaminated. In addition to that, it's right up against something called the thalamus, which links to the, all of the brain. So it's a very vulnerable location. It's interesting that nature puts us at that big a risk for breathing in damaging things. It really does matter then what you breathe. If you breathe by nose, you get some filtering, but it's still going to affect the brain quite a bit. And if you breathe by mouth, there's no filtering. So molds can come in, poisonous gases or particles of airborne diseases come in, fumes, all of that is going to hurt the lungs directly. And over time, just polluted air affects the lungs and affects the brain. So we're seeing kids not thinking as well if they're living in a polluted air environment than if they're living in a fresh air environment. Now, what's going on with the nasal cavity? It turns out that blood vessels go through there back and forth. The blood going from the heart to the front of the brain carries is carried in something called the carotid artery. It has only one route to get from the heart to the brain, to the frontal lobes in the brain, and that's through the nasal cavity. So it matters a lot what's going on in the nasal cavity. The other thing that passes through the nasal cavity, or can pass through it, is a cluster of veins. And they're bringing blood that's been used back down to the heart to get reoxygenated. The used blood is cooler 
the blood in the carotid artery is quite hot. So if the nasal cavity has been used because you're doing nose breathing, the carotid artery will cool down, and that gives you a cool head. If you're not breathing through your nose, maybe you have an allergy and you can't breathe through your nose today, or maybe you're like my favorite folks, the farmers, who don't breathe through their nose very much, but they have this faint, smiling look about them as they look out over their jobs. So if you don't breathe through your nose and the air isn't getting into the nasal cavity, it could be still hot, and that's going to carry hot blood all the way to the frontal lobes. But we did talk about the blood that's leaving the brain, and that's another interesting choice. If we don't smile, isn't that a strange thing? If we grimace, uh, or if we snarl, or if we mouth breathe and frown, the blood is going to go straight down through the jugular vein on back to the heart, that nice cooler blood. But if we smile, it turns out that those face muscles at the high cheek area and around the eyes when we crinkle our eyes, those muscles will force the vein blood back past the nasal cavity. So it's a secondary way to cool the nasal cavity, a secondary way to have a cool head. So we have two choices. We can breathe through our nose, and that's going to bring in cool, fresh air and cool the carotid artery's blood, or we can smile. And the face muscles will route the veins that are carrying cooler blood, and that'll cool the cavity. But what if we want to stay mad? Angry protesters want to stay mad. Warriors in battle may need to stay mad. And sometimes you just want to stay fierce or in control or show others that they better not mess with you. Some bosses and leaders choose to lead by positive strategies, and they smile a lot, but then you might have one that doesn't smile much and likes to use threat and pressure to get the job done. So they like to keep a hot head all day, too. Next time you feel yourself getting mad and you wish you could back off, just remember you have two options. You can smile or start breathing deeply through your nose. Check out our podcast on so many kinds of smiles to explore all the different smiles we could use if you choose to have a cool head. Thank you. If you're enjoying these podcasts, I hope you'll share them with friends. And please visit us at EmbraceYourBrain.com to check out some really great resources.